1: We as managers we often practice giving feedback and how you deliver it also matters. So you know, while playing a game or streaming, you can't just tell your teammate you're so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Because they might not be in the right headspace to you know receive that feedback.
2: We all play games, whether that's on a console, laptop, with friends, or even in the real world. Hello, I'm Mon Isberto. People call me Teclolo or Tito, depending on your age and inclination. In this podcast, we look at the intersection between business and gaming. We ask people who are leaders in their fields, what games are they playing? For this episode, I'm joined by Carl Sayat
0: from Puma Podcast. Hello, I'm Carl and... Ako, mahilig ako maglaro ng single-player video games. But sometimes, these games can get so hard that I have to rely on video game streamers for some tips. Ah, uh, so okay. So, Carl, so what do you know about video game live streaming? Well, Sermon, it's more than people streaming games, literally. It's also where you can get a lot of tips from the community if you're having a hard time playing games. Oh, yun lang. Ang mahirap lang dyan, Carl. Kailangan magbihis ka. <laughs> it's not a necessity, Sermon. <laughs> you can be in pajamas for all I care.
2: <laughs> anyway, guys, you are listening to Squad Leader, the podcast where we talk to executives
0: about the games that they play. This podcast is brought to you by Smart. Live your passion with purpose with Smart Prepaid, powered by Puma Podcast. In
2: this episode, we talk to Globe Telecom's customer loyalty and engagement manager. Faith Salazar.
1: I stream on Twitch. Because I'm so busy working, I couldn't really put in so much time editing content.
2: Yes, you heard that right. Faith streams games on Twitch, where she goes by the name Pawnage Queen. For everyone's benefit, Carl, can you explain
0: what Twitch is? Sure. So, Twitch Sermon is a streaming service where gamers can broadcast their gaming sessions live. It also allows them to interact with their viewers or fans in real time as well as accept gifts and donations.
2: How did you get into that side of games? I mean, you know, how did you start the streaming? Actually,
1: before I started college, I was already blogging. So I was always doing online content in some form. So I started my own blog. I got my own domain name back in 2000 and then I got into like the whole local blogging industry circuit and you know got invited to like PR events. I was even one of the beta testers for like a smart product back then. So I think for me because I'm so busy working, I couldn't really put in so much time editing content. So for me the best way to put content out there is really streaming or live content.
2: This isn't anything new to our guest because even before the digital age, she already had an audience where she'd play a game. Diba,
1: I remember my first game. It was Super Mario Brothers. So every time I played it, some of my relatives were... Like right behind me saying, Oh Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I still remember the frustration. <laughs> and I still remember it up to this day when I play games. Every time I had that factor now, I really had to survive. I still look back to that day and say, Hey, I survived all that trolling from my
2: relatives. How old were you then? Were you in grade school? Ten years old? 12 yeah, years old?
1: about five years old.
2: Wow. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. so your acculturation process started kind of early. Pretty early,
1: yes.
0: Evidently, gaming was an essential part of Miss Faith's childhood.
1: My parents were into gaming, so we were exposed to that pretty early. Although we wanted to game, they always hugged the Atari or whatever we have, like the Nintendo. It's like, Mom, it's my turn. They're like, no. (laughs) Just watch. (laughs) So sometimes we would get our turn. So that's when we really developed the love for gaming is that it's a family thing. We get to enjoy it together.
2: And it continues to be an essential part of our life today.
1: I really enjoy playing with other people. But Mm -hmm. After a few hours, you feel drained, and I just want to relax and retreat, spend time on my own, like the next day or after two days, and not talk to anyone. <laughs> 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 but I do enjoy co op games.
2: But that's a strange mixed fate, considering the career that you've taken on. But let's get to that later on because, you mm-hmm. know, your job, parang dipang introvert on trabajo mo
1: Yes, definitely not. <laughs> I'm highly extroverted, mind you, but parang you give a lot of energy to other people. But you should also take mm. energy from other people as an extrovert. Sometimes you do want to relax and mm. you just want to do like hack and slash games.
2: Okay.
1: What okay. we call hack and slash is just shoot, slash them, kill them. Yeah, sometimes I want to do that because also you get stressed out at work or, you know, um, it's a great stress reliever. Mm. But when I really want to get into a game that I would love keep going back to, it's always the strategy games like Civilization. I love playing Civilization.
0: Civilization is a strategy game where you build your own empire from the bottom up. The appeal of Civilization comes from the sheer vastness of control that you get in building your quote-unquote civilization from your individual workers, trade routes, and buildings up to the type of government you would like to pursue. So it involves a lot of planning and management of resources.
1: I try to test other games, but it's like a girl looking at her closet. So many clothes, and then they always say, I have nothing to wear. It's the same with games for me. I have so many games, and I always say, I have nothing to play today. (laughs) So I always go back to my favorites. So I usually go for Overwatch or Darkest Dungeon, which is, uh, we call it permadeath games because all your characters, when they die, they will never come back. So the heartbreak is real.
2: (laughs) Overwatch is an online multiplayer team shooter that requires you to strategize thanks to its wide array of characters you can choose from. While Darkest Dungeon is a fantasy role-playing game that involves a mix of real-time movement and turn-based combat that involves a lot, and I mean a lot of preparation, due to the complexity of factors that you can face, such as monsters, lack of resources, or even heart attacks.
1: Yeah, you really have to strategize. You have to choose your items wisely, If you send characters out, if they're not ready for that quest, they're going to die. So take care of the characters. (laughs) You get to choose from four characters every new session. And then you see their strengths and weaknesses. So you choose them, you recruit them. And then you send them out to smaller missions. Like the easier missions first, short missions. But then in Darkest Dungeon, there are different maps. So you have to bring a specific set of items for those maps. And if you forget to bring certain items, they will die. (laughs) Like, yeah, like for example, you forgot to bring a torch or food. They are psychologically affected as well. Like they can get stressed out. They will get hungry. Yeah, so you really have to prepare them for the quest. So you have to know what to bring You have to also check their skills You have to upgrade them If you see that they have like weaknesses in certain areas You can bring them to the sanitarium Which can treat certain illnesses Or you can upgrade their weapons as well
2: Sounds like a great game for planning, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, it is That's why I love it so much <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, you miss out on something,
0: your character's dead.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's like work.
0: <laughs> Sobrang interesting, no? That even in her recreational time, Miss Faith chooses to do things that are similar to her work. Ikaw ba, Sermon, ganun din?
2: Ay, naka, pareho yung sakit namin, no? Kasi, <laughs> you know, these things when you do it, may momentum yan, eh. <laughs> and it spills over into other aspects of your life. <laughs> now, back to Faith. She was talking about Darkest Dungeon and how this fantasy RPG involves a lot of preparation.
1: The planning is even longer than the actual quest. So I would plan for a quest for like 30 minutes before I embark on it for five minutes. (laughs) So the real meat of the game is the planning. I actually requested roles at work that are more strategic that involve more planning than execution because I really like identifying problems, like getting those customer insights, making sure that the insights are fresh, they're sound, so we can act on it. So I think that's the first step in planning is, you know, making sure you have a problem or a need to solve. And that for me is cathartic to be able to find a problem and solve it. So Yeah, it's the same in gaming. It's the same in work. It's that I love to be able to think critically, to react fast, make mistakes quickly, and learn from them.
0: And it's not just in the planning that her gaming and working life have similarities. It coincides with her streaming as well. When you watch her on Twitch as Pawnage Queen, you can see her gaming setup pink gaming chair with matching pink headphones with cat ears, her laid-back and approachable demeanors during streams carries over while conducting this interview. Minus the pink headphones, of course. She often plays multiplayer games with friends, allowing for a lot of interaction and collaboration.
1: When I'm interacting with my viewers, I really enjoy that because they get to participate in the game like if they put in emotes or comment on what I'm doing or what I should do next. I love interacting with people and it's the same at work. I like getting and giving feedback. I love it when we collaborate. For example, when I'm gaming, we think about okay what are we gonna do next? If we're just you know messing around you know uh, what can we do today? It's not as arbitrary as work. Of course, we have objectives. But yeah, sometimes I would relate it to work Na you interact with other people, have fun, brainstorm. And especially if you come up with great ideas on the fly, I love it.
2: And collaboration is crucial when you are the customer loyalty and engagement manager for Globe, where faith works directly with small and medium scale businesses. The transition from your game world to your work world, you know, you're in the same atmosphere. You've been in digital marketing, you've been in social media. How have you applied, if at all, the habits that you develop in in your games, in your social media work, or in your digital marketing work?
1: Yeah, I think the first top of mind is really building a community of people who Not just share your interest, because sometimes in gaming, you don't play the same games, but you still gravitate towards each other because you have the same values. So that's what we look for in our customers. We try to hit these values that they look for in a partner, and that's what we try to emulate. Building a community, it's a give and take. In streaming, especially, if you don't show up to their streams, then they will most likely not show up in yours. <laughs> so.
2: Oh, it's very reciprocal. Huh? Yes,
1: it's a give-and-take situation. <laughs> like streaming or gaming, you have to know who you're playing with. And sometimes, like at work, if you are doing like cross-function projects, you haven't worked with most people that you will be teamed up with. You will play with people you don't know. So you have to unearth their strengths and weaknesses. Sometimes they don't even know it yet. So you have to be observant to discover these strengths and weaknesses. And also try to help them improve and also improve your own. Like for example, for players with really bad aim, we recommend that they download an aim trainer called Aim Lab. So they get to practice on their own. (laughs) So improve their, their aim. And it's the same for work especially if you're coaching people, we as managers, we often practice giving feedback and how you deliver it also matters. So, you know, while playing a game or streaming, you can't just tell your teammate you're so bad. <laughs> you <need to> <laughs> because they might not be in the right headspace to, you know, <laughs> receive that feedback. And at work, it's the same. You find an opportunity, ask them, Hey, would you like to receive feedback? And, You know, that's also important when you interact, even with people you have been playing with for a long time or people you just played with or worked with. I learned a lot of things, actually.
0: So there's a lot of fast-paced decision-making that is involved in Faith's field of work, similar to her streaming games. So this got us curious. Does she wish that these worlds would, by some miracle, somehow merge?
1: Twitch is actually a great platform for customer engagement and loyalty. You get to see how Twitch does loyalty. When you go on a stream, you earn points when you chat or you donate or give bits or you interact with the player. And then you can redeem those rewards. As a streamer, I can create certain rewards that they can redeem. Like, I usually put in certain sounds that are very surprising or shocking that will throw me off my game. And you don't just get to know your audience in one channel. You also get to know them in different channels. So we have Discord, we have Facebook. So that's where you now get to interact with them in a deeper level. So I guess it's the same for work because you have your broad campaigns where you interact with a lot of customers. And then you funnel them into a smaller channel or a group where you can interact with them one-on-one, like get to know their business or where they're taking their business so we can help them out.
2: If you're working in the enterprise segment now, then that really makes a lot of sense. No? I mean, at the end of the day, enterprise customers like to be treated as individuals.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right? I actually work with small and medium Small and medium businesses. scale, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you have that broad base clients that don't really interact with you a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, there are those high value clients that, you know, they really want to experience products, be able to interact with you one on one. So, yeah, it's the same for streaming. You have those fans <laughs> or followers that really support you, and then you support them back. So, Just like at Globe, we also give back to our community. So that's how we do the, you know, give and take culture.
2: And maintaining good relationships with your community is essential to the success of your business, especially now that we're all more connected than ever, thanks to technology.
1: I think our business consumers, they see that digital is very important but they're also recognizing that loyalty is also more important than the tools that they can buy or they can use. So at the end of the day, you're just getting these digital tools in order for you to build your customer loyalty or, you know, interact more with your customers because at the end of the day, you know, marketing is creating a customer and keeping them. (laughs) So they recognize that they need their customers to vouch for them, especially now that marketing is going into a different, like you can't just mount events and gather up 200, 500 people to let them know about your product. You have to be really Engaging You have to Captivate your audience Virtually So For our MSMEs They recognize that And I think slowly If they recuperate In 2022 They know that Digital is not just Telling your Advertising agency Hey, I want to go viral That's like So three years ago (laughs) But they're still doing it like I don't know up until now sometimes they know that content has to have value and not just you know have that shocking factor to be able to you know create those customers and pull them in and make them loyal so yeah it's not just technology it's also having that strategy in mind to be able to use that technology wise
2: Carl, isn't it amazing how we are all connected nowadays whether you like it or not? <laughs> From personal communications to work and gaming, everything is now made easier by tech.
0: Oh, Sermon. And speaking of gaming, in your debut, ano ang una mong lalaroing game in your live stream?
2: Oh, that's a question. Hmm. What about Space Invaders? Oh, the classics. Kasama ka diyan. Kasama ka dyan, Carl. Of course, of course. <laughs> I think I better warm up for that one. But in the meantime... You've been listening to Squad
0: Leader. Once again, I am Monis And I'm Carl Sayat. Thanks again to Miss Faith Salazar for joining us in this episode. You can follow her on Twitch at twitch.tv slash That's P-W-N-A-G-E, Queen. This episode was produced by Mark Casillian. Subscribe to Squad Leader on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. This podcast was brought to you
2: by Smart. Live your passion with purpose with Smart Prepaid and powered by Puma Podcast.